Media at SAFM. Well, thanks for that, Anne. It's the media show Sunday morning as we talk marketing, branding, advertising, PR. Basically, it's your two-hour on-air consultation in uh, brand uh, communications. And brand communications certainly is what we're going to start with. We've got a great show with, with so much diversity over the next two hours. But I will pick up on this one here. We've had a chat a while back around uh, marketing. I, th- I think it's a, it's, a, it's a standard answer from many people, which is that, that marketing is important, but it's not that important. Therefore, within many company structures, it it's doesn't sit with the CEO. It's a separate department, and they're answerable you know, in a roundabout way to the CEO, but not directly so. Of course, you would have a chief marketing officer or something like that, I understand. But the point is that it's important, but not that important. So the question we're asking is, you know, do, do CEOs, I'm talking company CEOs generally, do, do they undervalue the contribution of marketing uh, to a company's bottom line? I've got three guests. I have a marketer. Uh, Mike Middleton is the Chief Marketing Officer of uh, KFC South Africa. Mike, appreciate your time. Hi. Great. Hi. Good. Uh, and we have two gentlemen in studio who are not marketers, but I would think they're marketers anyway. They're CEOs. Uh, Herman Mashaba is the CEO of uh, Le Party Investments. Herman, good chatting to you once again. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, and, uh, good morning to the listeners. Thank you. And Temba Beloy is the CEO of uh, Discovery Insurer. Temba, I appreciate you coming in too. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thank you. In fact, uh, so, so, so Mike, l- let me start with you because you're not the CEO. You're the marketer. You, what's, your, right. what's your thought? What's your perception in terms of do, do CEOs take marketing seriously or seriously enough? Yeah. So, look, Ashraf, for me, um, I've always worked in marketing-led organizations where the power of the brand is really what determines the success of the business. So, in my organizations, the CEOs put a lot of emphasis um, on marketing and really believe in marketing being the core driver of the organization, mm-hmm. the business. And as a result, they invest huge amounts of time and resource behind the marketing function. Um, with absolute belief that does drive business results. All right, so so yours is slightly different, but within that, I mean, what is KFC's attitude then to to marketing uh, in the light of this question, which is that uh, you know it's important, but but generally not that important. There are there are other things more important, like product, for example. Yeah. So within the KFC world, um, our our brand is the company, and um, and is absolute belief in the marketing function. So we. We are fundamentally involved as a marketing department in determining business strategy and then talking about how um, we develop marketing strategies that will drive business strategy and that obviously leads to making sure that um, our brand strategies are aligned to deliver against both the marketing strategies and the business strategies. So within the KFC environment, uh, marketing is completely central to everything um, in the business and, and in determining and driving business strategy. So it is it's core to the business. It's fundamentally important, and um, and it's taken very seriously. Okay, that's your thought. Listeners have their own opinions, and you can certainly call and give me some examples mm. if you have. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Herman Mashaba, your thoughts? Well, I think you know, for me, uh, Ashraf, uh, I'm not a traditional marketing person, mm. but mm. but I built my business career spanning over thirty years around marketing. I think if uh, you remember quite well in 1984 when I conceived the idea of Black Like Me with really very little resources. What was important at the time was to really get a name that can immediately attract the attention of of, of the market. And uh, and then I look back over many years, more especially in the beginning with our limited resources from a marketing point of view. We had to really be very creative. I think for me, marketing of our brands has really been quite central 
to my through now. Okay, so, so, so at that stage, I mean, from, from a black like me point of view, you understood the need to be emotional and, 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 and pick up on a certain vibe. That may not apply now, isn't it? Well, uh, the party I investment doesn't have the same ring to it, right? Yeah, well, the thing is, right now, we're an investment company that does not really need to really be marketed. So, fortunate enough, I'm no longer directly involved in, 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 in marketing. But obviously, I still sit on the board of uh, our cosmetic businesses. So, I get involved from a strategy point of view. I don't get involved with the operations, but from a strategy point of view, I do get. So, I think for me, any CEO who would not really uh, take marketing as part and puzzle of uh, his uh, uh, his or her uh, strategy you'll be making a f- fatal mistake not especially if you're in a cosmetic uh, in, in consumer uh, kind of so, so it could differ from industry to industry industry yeah. okay. Chenda Ch- Baloya said he's the CEO of Discovery Insure in fact he's the executive director but also founder of, of that, that wonderful concept called Discovery Insure your thoughts Temba? for us it's been very clear you can't extricate marketing from the business. The moment you do that, you start losing sales, you start losing the lifeblood of the business. So it's very important from our perspective that uh, we understand where marketing sits. As an example, in our business, marketing sits together with us in our ex-co meetings. Mm -hmm. So they've got a seat on the table. It's not something that we talk about uh, on the periphery where there is a requirement for advertising expenditure or maybe brand building, they are part and parcel of, the, of those key decisions on a day-to-day basis in our ex-cos. Okay, so, so that point that, that others may, may often talk about is say, I mean, this is an unnecessary expense that we just have to market because we have to market. That doesn't go with, with, with discovery. Insurance. Not at all. In fact, we spend so much time trying to understand where our spend is going into and how we are measuring that. And fortunately... Being in the business with lots of actuaries, we've got a lot of opportunity to effectively understand how we're spending the money on marketing, brand building, etc., etc. Because what we're trying to do is to look at it over a long term as well. While you may not have immediate sales coming out of your expenditure, what you also under- need to understand is that you, the value of the brand and the ability that you've created in the marketplace is crucial. I think the key thing is, for many other people, it would be the issue of uh, measurability. Now, wh- what about this thought then, and maybe you can answer this first up, uh, Mike, that often, and I, I hear that from so many interviews I have with, with marketers, that uh, when it comes to budget cuts, inevitably the first thing to go in a budget cut environment is the marketing budget. Doesn't that effectively talk to that point that mar- marketing is important, but it's not absolutely the most important? No, so, so often what happens in companies is that the biggest budget that they've got is the marketing budget. So if you want to directly impact the bottom line very quickly, then, then pull, uh, cut on the marketing budget. The problem with that, though, is that there's a direct correlation between sales and marketing. So, you know, you also know that by cutting on your marketing budget, the chance of you delivering your annual sales or the sales target that you've got for the year is going to be um, affected as well. So it's, it's always quite a dangerous game to play, um, but companies often do it because it is where there is uh, fairly large sums of money that are readily available that can be pulled quite quickly. But, but as I said, you are balancing that versus actually achieving your year in numbers as well, and, um, and it makes it that much more difficult to achieve. And, and there's some comments I've got, uh, Mangalisa saying products don't drive themselves into the households. Seeing marketing as unimportant 
Uh, it's just plain suicide in business. And marketers would say that, of course, right? Temba saying, well, without marketing and communication, brands will not be known. So it's vitally important. That's just some thoughts. And I'll, I'll pick up some SMSs to 34701. But, but maybe, uh, Herman Mashaba, your thought about the, your current company is important. So, so how, how then have you, and you mentioned you're in strategy now, not, not hands-on in marketing, but how have you then operated differently? From, from the one hand where the brand is very consumer-driven, where you had to market, as Mike has said, and, and the same with uh, Timber, to now where effectively, even if we can't pronounce the company's name, it's less important. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Know. Look, I think the, the type of business that I do, as I said, right at the moment, in terms of investment, uh, there's just really no need for, 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 for us to really market ourselves. Uh, we, we go out there, look for opportunities, but then at the same time, as you're aware, I, I still sit on the board of our cosmetic business and mm. I really look at ourselves every quarter when we go into our board meetings. 50% of the time is actually spent on really marketing people presenting to us. Uh, okay, but that would be cosmetics. Yeah, but with a, with a general investment company, if it's less important, what then is your approach to it? So then would you say, okay, I can, we can cut you because it's not such a big deal if people can't remember us. Yeah, well, obviously, I think you, you can't just really spend money because you, it is available. So where, where you don't need really to, uh, to market yourself, why then really spend that money? Well, I, I think, given an example, the past investments, we don't even actually have uh, uh, our own website. People actually well, keep saying, saying to me, <laughs> "Do I?" I said, "But why should I really spend money on on, on a website? What am I going to use it for?" Honestly, there's no need whatsoever. But then, when it comes to other businesses where you need to add to market, that is really where, as I'm saying, is I'll okay. spend more time with uh, with our executives so that I understand. Are you guys making sure that the consumer understand our products and? Uh, all right, that's fascinating. <laughs> Tweet under the, the hashtag media show uh, or call into 891 If you have strong views in contributing to this query, which is that do you have a sense that CEOs, in fact, undervalue the overall contribution of, of marketers? Now, now, now Timber Beloy from Discovery, I think the point made is, is fascinating, that if, you, if, your, if your end product is, is consumer-driven, like insurance, which is what you do, or, 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 or healthcare medical aids, which is obviously what Discovery uh, does as well, or KFC, etc., then, then you have to market, because you're marketing to the public. But if it's not, if it's more abstract, then, then you don't, which is basically what Herman's saying. Your thoughts? I mean, while I agree with what you're saying about no need for marketing, but uh, even with investments, you still need to find the right investments, and typically as a brand, if you want to invest into something, depending on the size and the scale, you'll find that there are certain organizations who say, we don't know who the party is, why mm-hmm. should we allow them to become shareholders? But then it's a call that you make yeah. as an investor, whether you want to invest in that type of an organization or not. So there's, there's always competition for investment opportunities as well. Uh, I mean, I know you're saying it's abstract. It's actually not, yeah. mm-hmm. because... Herman, as much as he's not advertising at the moment, he's got a brand, by the way. Well, well, you you cannot forget that. Brand than yeah. else. So you yeah. cannot forget that. So maybe when you look at Lipazi, you're not seeing the essence. But behind Lipazi, there's a brand that is well known. So there's no need for marketing as a result. Yeah. So that, that's my response to the issue of depending on your industries. But you also need to understand your strengths as a business or as an individual. If you are an unknown entity, no matter what type of a product you're selling, whether you're selling an abstract product, you do need to make sure that it's well-known, it's credible. Because remember, marketing is also about the credibility of the product that you're delivering. Everyone knows Lepazi in a form of Herman, Mashaba. Okay, let let me just interject you. Herman, how much time do you spend 
on marketing yourself. That means as Herman Mashaba. Because, by the way, you've been, you've been quoted uh, in the Sunday Times today, not in your personal name, but in terms of Black Like Me. That's just long after you, you've left that company, which tells you how strong the brand is, right? So how much time do you work on marketing yourself? Well, I think uh, with the type of work that I've been doing, particularly the last five, six years uh, as a social activist, because I actually take myself right now as a businessman, but at the same time, uh, I've really become a social activist. I'm interested in the future of, of our country. So I think it's not really more to promote myself or to market myself. It, I'm actually, I find myself in, in public space and domain literally on a daily basis because of the type of work that I do. But, but, but the intention is not really to market myself and, and really create a certain profile of myself. I think it's something that just happens naturally. I think, obviously, coming back from the days of Black Like Me and its successes, and uh, yes, and also at the same time, really uh, taking positions on critical uh, key policy issues okay. in the country, so economic ones. You, you've marketed yourself very much now as maybe the social <laughs> entrepreneur. I mean, and whether it's intended or not now, what, what about the KFC example? I mean, so, so Herman does what he does. I mean, how much attention, uh, Mark, do you pay A, to marketing the brand, as in KFC, the, the CEO or the marketing person like yourself, or, or the products that you actually sell? So, I mean, we uh, we put all our focus and efforts around um, KFC brand, the, the brand and the products that we sell. So, um, bear in mind that KFC is a very big brand that appeals to many, many consumer segments as well. So, we um, we target our brand um, specifically against specific consumer groups or consumer segments in, in throughout South Africa. And at the same time, we've got to make sure that we're driving both product news, but at the same time, we're building brand affinity for the KFC brand. And that is really in, in the ethos of the business and everything that we do. So, you know, we are a business that really believes in, in the power of marketing. Mm. We're a brand, by the way, that everybody already knows in South Africa, but we also know that we, just because we know, we know, it doesn't mean that we can't make, constantly remind consumers that we're there and that we exist and that they must go and engage with us. Yeah, so, so to a so, large degree, I mean, your example, KFC, and I, you know, we chatted a few weeks back about, uh, I think in the fast food industry, you're, you're not just the biggest, but you're also the number one spender in, 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 in advertising. I'm, I'm well aware of that, right? So, yeah. so the temptation then, and I can say KFC, read Coke as well, the temptation then is to say, we market leaders, how much more do we really have to do? Because every cent or every rand we spend is effectively, whatever, 50, 60 cents away from, from the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. So look, you know, we, we know that there's, there's an absolutely direct correlation between the marketing spend and our sales delivery. So the minute we pull back on our marketing spend, we see our sales affected straight away. So, and, so we've got to constantly remind consumers that we are there and drive for or seek into store, um, and we do that by obviously brand affinity for the KFC brand, but also constantly telling consumers about our new innovation, our promotions, about whatever's happening in store at the time, and and that news um, is what really drives people in store, and that helps us achieve our sales targets um, and figures. So we don't believe for a second that we can take the foot off the accelerator and um, and rest. Um, okay. And even been through bad economic times, we've got a belief that. Um, that we need to market our way through bad times as opposed to pull on our spend during bad times. But, but you do agree, I mean, many companies do exercise cutbacks, especially from the advertising yeah. budget, don't they? Yeah. So, and many companies do, yeah. And, you know, I, I fundamentally believe that, that marketing has to be sort of key in any business because, you know, you can, we know that I mean, you need to drive awareness of a brand, you need to drive trial of a brand, you need to drive brand affinity for a brand. You can't do that without any form of marketing. 
And bear in mind, marketing is a very big word. It's anything from your, your formal above the line communication, TV, radio, print, outdoor, but it can also be direct selling, um, and the like, you know. So mm-hmm. anything that is really telling consumers about your brand and getting them to engage with your brand. Okay. Um, if you don't do anything, the chances of people actually knowing about it and, and engaging with the brand are quite small. And that will certainly, in this case, please, uh, whether it's PR companies or those that engage in above the line or bottom, uh, below the line stuff anyway, the small business for them. Uh, we're having a fascinating chat about marketers uh, as, as they viewed by, by company bosses, by, by CEOs, by managing directors, uh, and the perception that generally uh, marketing is seen as important but not critically important so therefore, uh, when there are cutbacks in terms of budgets, it inevitably is the first to be cut back. I've heard that anecdotally so often, right? Uh, and therefore, the CEOs, what do they think in terms of uh, how, how do they value marketing? Do we have a sense that they undervalue it? Now, you've heard the voice of Mike Middleton, who's the Chief Marketing Officer of KFC. We've also got Herman Mashaba, the CEO of uh, Lepati Investments, and uh, Temba Baloy is the Executive Director of Discovery, and she's also founder of, of that particular brand. Temba, give, give me an insight there for in terms of how you operate, because your brand, Discovery Insurance, is relatively new, right? How how long, and 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 once you sold the idea to to your bosses at that stage, uh, Discovery Holdings, what what happened next in terms of marketing the brand? So we had a a, a beautiful opportunity that uh, we've got an existing know-how of how to market products, but this was a completely different business line. So it came with its own nuances, which we didn't understand at the time, but the biggest advantage was this ability to measure everything that we do. So if you're going to put up a marketing uh, budget and you're going to do an advert, you go and measure everything and see if it's resulting in leads. How how are you able to do that? So if you're going to have a campaign, as an example, uh, we love your car, Mm -hmm. we, we start measuring to say, okay, prior to the campaign of we love your car, no one loves your car like Discovery Show, what is happening? Is there an a spike in the number of inquiries or leads as we call them people wanting to know about the product mm-hmm. and post that campaign do we understand what has transpired so for us there's been a, a biggest obsession and we find that it works because in a way you get to understand what works and what doesn't work what do people respond to and what do they not respond to and on top of that we also look at the innovation around it what are we highlighting with each and every campaign? So if we're going to talk about taking care of your vehicle, taking care of your claims process, and making sure that your vehicle is taken care throughout the process, and you've got a line of visibility there, mm. we want to measure if that matters to the general public to the extent that we think it, ma- it matters to us. Because time and again, as you conceive your product, you might come up with something that you think is brilliant, mm-hmm. but you find that the consumer does not respond as effectively to that. So it's not purely just about brand. You've got to also start understanding it's an opportunity for improvement for us as, we, as far as we're concerned. That is why we, we think marketing is at the centerpiece of each and everything we do. So, so market research is important as well. Absolutely. As, as an element of marketing. By the way, just when we're talking about market research, uh, so I, I'm going to take this advantage right now. Uh, you're listening. You have strong views on, on the media show. If you want to be part of a, a media show survey, seriously, drop me an email. I will, I will put some questions to you, and I appreciate <laughs> your feedback, and it's all for nothing. Oh, wait, uh, Ashraf, uh, spelled A-S-H-R-A-F, Ashraf, A-S-H-R-A-F, There you are taking my advantage of connecting with the customer. But but in terms of, are you saying therefore, Temba, that you are in, you are in a position to say that for every rand we spend, we will get what? 
60% return on leads or not. Are, are you able to be as accurate as that or what? I mean, you set a target up front to say for every rand we spend on marketing, this is what we want to get out of it. And then the question is, did you get that? So we go back to the drawing board to analyze on a day-to-day basis. We want to know if we've run three campaigns on different uh, radio stations, different media houses, online, etc., etc. What are we getting out of that? And, and if you don't get it, you won't do it? No, we continue, but we need to understand what we need to tweak as we go along. I mean, um, if you perhaps might have not noticed, some of our advertisements that we run on uh, TV will keep on tweaking and Sometimes people don't realize that we've tweaked something as we go along. We tweak because we are playing with the uh, the different context to mm. see if the customer is responding or not responding. And what we find is that it, it keeps us on our toes as well because typically what you find with other organizations, they would put up a campaign and they would wait for it to run for the whole month before they do anything about it. And you are able to spot that very quickly? We do it on a weekly basis. Okay, wow, fantastic. One week turnaround. Uh, maybe, Herman Mishawa, you're, in fact, someone's saying, where, where is the Black Like Me brand? I mean, you, I know you're not involved in it any longer. Mm. Any idea where, what, what's well, happened? Well, I think uh, the thing is, you know, people tend to really make a mistake uh, about looking for Black Like Me brand as a brand. I think we, we, what happened is uh, back in the late 80s, um, named the company Black Like Me. And under the Black Like Me brand, we've got so many other multiple, brands. Multiple, multiple brands. Got, yeah, brands that people obviously really don't know that the other brands belong okay. to Black Like Me, which for us, it it's, it's, it's really suits us. Okay. So the, the Black Like Me brand, actually about five years ago, five, six years ago, we took a decision to relegate it to focus purely on the PEM because... Traditionally, when I started in 1985, was a, uh, a PEM product, and we were extremely okay. successful. <laughs> and then, obviously, the market changed, and we tried to really be everything to everyone. But around, I think about six years ago, I then went to the board. I said, the Black Like Me brand on its own. Let it focus on an PEM. And, and, that's actually, and, 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 and today it's actually one of our growth area that we're seeing. Okay, that's fascinating. But, but obviously we've got other big brands like Perfect Choice and so forth. That's a lot of But what it, what it gets me thinking then, if, you, if you're all in agreement that, that you should market, and you made the point about Le Party that's slightly different, the question is how then do you market? As opposed to do you market? Is, is there a right way and a wrong way for a, for a company boss to... Uh, to implement a, a marketing strategy? I think, uh, Ashraf, it really depends on, on, on the product and the, and the business. I think I'm involved in, in real estate. You know, to people actually understand that real estate, shopping centers, we need to market them aggressively because if you don't really get people to come into your center, people go the next door. So I think it really depends on, 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 on the type of products that you are selling. Um, I think for me, as, as, as a trader, marketing has been really part and parcel of, of really what I do. It, it has but then, yes, and, and at the moment with the kind of business that I run in investments, I've got investments in various sectors of the South African economy. So one day I'm involved in real estate, the next day I'm involved in cosmetics, the day I'm involved in fuel distribution. So all these issues, uh, I think, uh, for me, with uh, our CEOs, I get them to actually understand the importance of, of, of marketing. But okay. then, uh, like Temo was talking about earlier on, as far as Lepatsi is concerned, 
That I don't really have to really spend money on, on marketing. Okay, so, so but, that's different. But, yeah. but my investment companies, my CEOs, I really take them, uh, make them responsible for insurance. So, so what you're saying, saying chameleon-like, because <laughs> you have to adapt, right? <laughs> Which may be appropriate because you're wearing a multicolored jersey, <laughs> and we take some pictures and I'll tweet them later on so you can see exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Mike, Mike Middleton, KFC is much more straightforward, right? How much time do you pay, not just in marketing the brand, but what I call the brand ambassador, and in this case, your finest ambassador is Colonel Sanders. How much time do you spend marketing, um, Colonel Sanders? Yeah. So we, we don't spend a huge amount of time on Colonel Sanders in South Africa, although he is quite well known as a character and, um, and obviously in our logo and the mic he is always represented there. Um, and you do find in South Africa that uh, Colonel Sanders himself is quite known and very associated with the brand, but we actually spend very little time in the Colonel Sanders space and talking about him, unlike the, the likes of the United States where Colonel Sanders is absolutely fundamentally part of the brand. And the latest campaign is all about Colonel Sanders and the values that he brought to the KFC brand. So where they use it very extensively, uh, we don't. Uh, we, we, he's literally in our logo, and, um, and, and it's, although the affiliation's there, we don't spend huge amount of time in that space uh, marketing him. Okay. So it's more about the brand itself. And, and, and give us, an, uh, we've got about two minutes to go, quick quick thoughts in terms of uh, measurability. I mean, for, again, for every rand or, or dollar in South Africa that you spend, uh, the point that uh, Temba made from, from the Discovery Insure point of view, are, are you, is, is a lot of it just brand building or you actually want instant results based upon what you've spent? Yeah. So we very simply have a philosophy of brand over time and sales overnight, which means that our entire communication strategy is structured accordingly. Um, and, and so we have parts of our campaign which are really about building brand love and brand affinity, and those are big brand-building campaigns all about KFC and the brand values um, and an emotional connection with consumers. But then obviously we are a, a fast food um, organization that is constantly innovating and constantly having deals and promotions and all the rest of it, and, and that is about, uh, about sales overnight. So we, we balance our communication, making sure that we are delivering against both those objectives throughout the year, so that we have got brand love and brand affinity, um, but at the same time that we are driving sales overnight. Yeah. All right. We got we got this minute to this. I'll give each one of you just 20 seconds to make one one final point around uh, why marketing is important. Maybe, let's start with you, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, so for, for me, it's fundamentally important because it is about driving brand awareness. It is about driving brand affinity, brand love, and you've got to constantly remind consumers about your brand and to make sure that they are engaging with your brand as much as possible because there's a lot of competition out there um, and, and you've got to be top of mind all, all the time to make sure the consumers mm. are choosing you as opposed to anybody else. Okay, uh, Tamba Beloy from Discovery Insurance. I think if you look at marketing, my perspective and our business perspective is that no matter how innovative you are, if you are not known for your innovation, if the consumers don't know about the, those uh, new innovations that you bring to the market, it's as good as not doing it. So you've got to come up with the ability to deliver your innovation in an understandable way to the consumer. It is at that point that uh, it becomes accepted and people buy into it and then you, your product... Okay, so what you're saying is you need to do it right, but then you need to tell people that you are doing it right. Absolutely. Make sure they know that you know that. Absolutely. They know what you're doing, otherwise you'll be lost uh, there. That's a fascinating one. Uh, Herman Mashaba, final thoughts? I think, you know, for me, uh, Ashraf, uh, any, when times are tough, Mm. For me, that is when actually you need to really spend more money on marketing. But at the same time, make sure that you market the right product because mm. sometimes you might really spend 
too much money on on marketing that's uh, in the in the same time your product is not obviously delivering. But that is a strategic so decision. Very very much do you spend? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's where we can leave it. Herman Mashaba, uh, thank you for your time from Le Party Investments. Mike Middleton from KFC, appreciate your input. Uh, Tema Beloy from Discovery Insure, appreciate your input as well. Really important one. How do we take it further? What's the one other question to come out of this one? Uh, drop me a uh, an email, sort of off the air, ashrafadesafm.coza. But if you used to tweet even now, uh, do so right away uh, at Ashraf Ganda. Use the hashtag Media Show. And by the way, while you're tweeting, thoughts in terms of this week's brand win and brand fail of the last seven days, and perhaps also the other one, a quote, news quote of the last seven week, uh, seven days. Someone already made the point about uh, uh, William Adisha in Parliament as the number one quote. I wonder whether you agree with that or not. Well, coming up next, we talked about innovation, brand, and sustainability. And I promise you, it's not about marketing. It's about something else right after this.